is the D2 Dadcast. Talking lawn care, grilling and smoking meat, home repair, weather, fitness, technology, general fatherhood, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Daniel and Derek. Episode six, and within a month. Yeah, under a month, I think. I, we are sure. definitely under a month. I checked when I sent out that tweet because I wanted to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to lie to the listening audience. But yeah, it's good to be back. It's been hot. We've gotten past the 4th of July now. Just, yeah, and, and St. Louis didn't burn down. Which <laughs> we hadn't had rain in however long, and it was just brutal temps all week. Yeah. And so I was happy to not see a bunch of roofs on fire. <laughs> There were some dumpsters on fire, though. I did. There was a house that did catch fire. I, I did see that on the news, but I would have thought it would have been more rampant. Yeah. Hopefully everyone had a safe and happy 4th of July. They did not explode any limbs, fingers, toes, arms. Uh, so, some people set minivans on fire. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dare I ask? No, it was the video you sent me. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> Totally forgot about that. If you all missed it, it was a viral video that went around late last week. Yeah. Family shooting off fireworks in the street. In their front uh, yard. Little kids only, there. Yeah, everything. they're only 10 feet away. And then 15 feet the other way is a cache of fireworks sitting right next to a van. And whatever this guy sets on fire or lights up, it explodes on the ground, catches all the fireworks on fire which are now underneath the vehicle i think i think i had messaged and said man that's got to be a fun call to the insurance company yeah oh my goodness yeah yeah we bought a few things the girls like the fountains and some of the rockets and stuff and we call it a day but you didn't spend 40 grand on fireworks no not even close i'm cheap you know that <laughs> and none of them tipped over shot into uh, any vehicles everything no, is safe nothing into my garage or anything <laughs> like that yeah that's good yeah. that's good but we're through and who says that we have a recession coming coming because the amount of fireworks that were oh my set off in st louis were had to be in at an all-time high you couldn't have told any different it's it actually surprises me when you hear people say oh whatever but then you look in the sky and wow okay i don't really need to go watch a fireworks display and just sit here on my front porch or my back porch and yeah take it in because everyone else around me is doing it so yeah i flew flew the drone up and did a nice little 360 pan and as i came around to exactly 360 degrees <laughs> the neighbor right there neighborhood that backs up to ours set off like 40 mortar shells and it, my camera was aimed right at right it. At it's it. on nice. that TikTok video that I did for the fourth. It's right at the end. I was like, oh, that's perfect timing. Nice. So, yeah. So, yeah, I had, uh, the, we had some neighbors behind us that were doing it in their backyard, which probably wasn't the safest thing because there are a lot of trees. And it's um, illegal in St. Peter's. And it's illegal in the municipality that I live in. <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, Derek and I live two miles from each other and it is not illegal for me to shoot them off because I'm in unincorporated St. Charles County. There you go. There you go. Yeah, you got that 63304 zip code. <laughs> that mean, that just means you can shoot off fireworks. It's the wild, wild, it's the wild, wild west where you are. Yeah. Th that and pray <laughs> to God the sheriff ever comes out if you really need them. Yeah. 
Yeah. I did enjoy, so I had was told a story from a person I will keep anonymous that they were in a St. Charles County municipality that I'll keep anonymous, but on a cul-de-sac, people shooting off fireworks and two of the people that were participating in said fireworks activities worked for the municipality's police department. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. So oh. In that municipality, you're not allowed to shoot them off. In that municipality, you are not allowed to shoot off fireworks. Oh, God. The sale is legal, but the, would you call it detonation? Discharge. The discharge of them yeah. is illegal and prohibited. So funny. But yeah, there were two officers that were participating in it That's from awesome. what I hear. So, hey, people, we all have our things and some people like to do fireworks as a thing. In all the times I've lived in this area, I've never heard of somebody even getting cited for that. Oh, I haven't either. I have seen on my block police come to a house that was doing fireworks and, hey, can't do it illegal. And they just stopped. They didn't get a ticket. They didn't get, yeah. no one went to jail. They just told them and they stopped. So, yep. It happens. It happens. Yeah, it's what it is. Funny thing, though, speaking of the 4th of July, I spent the morning, which it was pretty warm, obviously. We talked about how dry and hot it's yeah. been, but the morning of the 4th of July, I went out and ran a 10K race. And I only tell that because, A, I did it. It was the first time I actually ever registered for a 10K. I've always just done 5Ks, but I did it, finished standing up, didn't pass out, didn't <laughs> overheat, didn't de- dehydrate or go to the hospital or anything. They um, do those in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And for good reason, in the middle of the summer, obviously. Didn't do a PR or anything, which is funny because this past weekend I ran and it was like Sunday morning. I'm like, wow, there's no humidity out of nowhere. It was super nice. And I actually did run my fastest 10K since I've been running. But I say this because I have, as of this weekend, taking another step in the running journey, and this is breaking news, I have officially signed up and registered for a half marathon. <laughs> if this were a video podcast, my eyes couldn't roll any further in the back of my see head. See Daniel's face right now. Ugh, that sounds awful. I hope you're doing it in like October second. Look at that. The Mo Cowbell series of oh, races. Yeah. They've got a 5K, 10K, half marathon and marathon. But a uh, former coworker, friend that I run with often, I let him talk me into it. I thought about it. And uh, he said, you've run 10 miles, I see on your app. I'm like, yeah, I've done a couple 10-mile runs. He goes, three more miles, you're at a half. I'm like, yeah, I know. He goes, you can do it. You're ready. I'm like, I don't know. Looked at it, and I was like, what the heck? I got 12 weeks. So I actually am officially, as of today, which is a rest day, on Monday, July 11th, in starting a half marathon training plan. Nice. So today was a rest day. Tomorrow is a three-mile run. So I guess tomorrow really is officially the first day. But the funny thing that's about it be, is... That's got to be about 30K ballpark. What's that? Because it's thir- 13 miles, right? 13.1? A half, yeah. Yeah. So how many kilometers is that? Oh, gosh. So... 12 would be 20, right? Yeah. So 20... 15K is 9 point something. Yeah, because I've done a 15K virtual. 
Yeah, look, we ain't here to do that. Right, yeah. Uh, just conversation. Regardless, I'm signed I'll up to do my it. Fingers to my toes. <laughs> I'm signed up to do it. It's Thanks. October 2nd, so hopefully it won't be an Indian summer late in the year. Oh, I tell you, we've had some bad October. <laughs> I know, because the oh, first yeah. time I did a 5K, the Blue Note 5K in 2018, it was about, I think it was about 85 degrees, and this was 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning. My first ever registered race. I was like, really? October? It's going to be this warm? Really? Oh. So I'm well aware that it could happen. So the funny thing is I've still been running even like I get up at 5, 530 and been getting my runs in. Still been doing it. Nice. But the difference in the heat from 5, 6 a.m. to 8, 9 a.m. is seriously, it's significant. <laughs> it's a big time difference. I also have breaking news. I will not be doing <laughs> a half marathon anytime soon. Breaking news. No, one of the things I know we like to talk some tech product and stuff. So one of my former students works for a company called Hyperice. Okay. And they're uh, like a training recovery program. So if you've ever heard of the brand Hypervolt, which is one of the big like massage guns. Okay. Well known in the industry. Hyperice owns that. He has, and this might be something you want to come over and try out sometime. They have something called the Normatech. And if you've seen those compression sleeves for your legs, yeah. I've got a set now. Oh, okay. And so they're supposed to aid in recovery. Yeah. That's actually what I was doing right before we hopped on to do this. I said, I, hey, g- give me a second. I was unhooking everything. I'm just sitting <laughs> on the couch and letting these things go. But it's supposed to improve circulation, helps put, push out lactic acid, all that kind of stuff. I've been having some real bad, pro- like I wanted to go running, but my feet have been killing me and I don't know why. And this has helped pretty significantly, yeah. but they're really cool. And so he, student sent me this to try out. I think I'm just going to go ahead and buy it. But I had at one point a set of compression. I guess these are compression socks. Just didn't get into them. Like I still have them. I don't, not since say one time I still have them. Just don't use them on a regular basis. But it's just weird. Like I, obviously what they do, they help improve circulation with, by the use of compression, giving you that tighter feeling and making your legs get that, I don't know, whatever. So I imagine that market, that world is taken off. Like I've seen so many Facebook ads, especially for a runner. Like I'm, my Facebook feed is filled with socks, shoes, recovery products, all you name it. Yeah. But the compression market is obviously one that is increased, I guess I would say. So yeah, interesting. I'd be curious to see uh, what yeah, you think uh, about it after a couple of uses. Yeah, I've, I shoot, I got these. I think I got these last Thursday. I think I've used them six times, okay. seven times already. So I've done, what's really cool is it's got five zones. So it starts at your feet and goes all the way up to your upper thigh. And you can select how many zones you want to do. Oh, So if you do one zone, it'll just do your feet. You do two zones, it'll do your feet and your ankles, then your calves, then your lower thigh, then your upper thigh, if you want to do all five. And then you could do it for three hours if you wanted to. It's got a three-hour timer on it. Wow. I've The longest I've done is like 45 or 50 minutes, but I'm just sitting BS and watching TV, yeah. so I just let it go. But, but they're pretty cool. So, yeah, after one of those, like you ever go do just a really long run and you want to see if it helps with your recovery, you should just let me know and you just come over and use them. Yeah. Might have to do that. Might have to do that. Yeah. I do have one of those. My wife got me one of those massage guns and it's actually made a difference. Like I use it on my calves mostly. I don't really have 
issues with shin splints or anything like that. But I do sometimes wonder, gosh, am I like thighs? Just you just wonder about muscles aching the next day or something like that. Yeah, but I haven't had any of that. So I've, like I said, I've done a couple of when I say long runs longer than six, seven, eight, ten miles. And the next day I'm like, ooh, definitely gonna be a rest day. I did it. But what am I gonna feel like anyway? Am I gonna just be able to walk and knock on wood? Yeah. Haven't had any issues. So uh, we'll see what happens. The funny thing about this, doing this half marathon, at least the training part of it, I actually have to scale back my miles that I've been running. Like last, my running week goes from Monday to Sunday. I did 28 miles. Okay. So I actually have to scale back. Like this week, I'm only supposed to do 11 miles. Interesting. So yeah, it's like a buildup over time. Are are they wanting you to do fewer runs, but longer miles? Or is it just starting over again? So a little bit of both. So the one that I picked out to do wants me to do, let's see, Tuesday, a three mile run, Wednesday, a two mile run or cross training, Thursday, a three mile run. And this is just in week one day, 30 minute cross training minimum Sunday, four mile run. And then the miles slowly increase. So week three by Sunday, a five mile run for week six, four, let's see, three, four, week five, six mile run on Sunday, week six, a 5k. It wants me to do a race. So pretty much a three mile run at a race pace. For me, that'd be like a eight to eight and a half minute three mile run pace. And then a seven mile run, an eight mile run, a 10k race, nine mile run, 10 mile run. And then by week 12, I should be ready for the half marathon. So this does build up kind of thing. So without overworking the body with rest days and cross training mixed in and cross training, meaning a hike, bike ride, something that's not running. So we'll see. That's going to be the one challenge for me actually is scaling back. So I'm so used to I'll get out and I'll do four miles on a regular and then I'll go somewhere and do seven, eight. 10 just to get miles in and I gotta not do that for a while at least Uh, I I actually do have breaking news uh oh one Albert Pujols just moved into third all time in extra base hits oh how about that yeah he he just hit a double in the seventh so nice big deal and Albertos are actually winning a game and I also saw that he is headed to the all-star game to participate in the home, home run, run derby. derby. How about that? Yeah. How about that? I asked if the, I was asking a buddy if those counted towards 700 home runs because I don't think he's going to get there, but <laughs> yeah. I think he needs 16 more. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. He hasn't but, been uh, on quite the pace to, uh, he doesn't play as much. We haven't yeah. needed it. So yeah. in that mentor role, but a pretty, pretty cool history. I've always wanted to break news on a media outlet. So, there you go. Uh, there you go. Check that off the bucket. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, no, that that half marathon sounds awesome. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm curious to see if that's one of the uh, relationship with the guy that runs Big River Race Management. I wonder if that's one of the ones that they put on. I'll have to take a look. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's them or Fleet Feet or a totally different company that an independent company that might do it too. I can check while recording here, but yeah, it should be interesting. I ran it last year, but I just did the 5k. A lot of people, but well organized. The swag was awesome. They actually gave a pretty nice jacket to go along with it. Sweet. I don't know what the swag is now. Like I actually, the metal's pretty sweet, but yeah, I mean, in St. Charles, pretty flat course from what I understand. And if you do the marathon, it's actually a qualifier race for Boston Marathon, Chicago Marathon, New York Marathon, and London. Oh, wow. So yeah, it's a legit, organized, put on type of event. And do they do the full 5K, 10K, half full? Yeah, 5K, 10, yes, okay. yes. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I think this might just be. Let's see here. I'm on the website too, and I'm looking. Okay. Huh. Yeah, they don't have Fleet Feet or Big River's logo, but yeah, Big River Race Management. Is it okay? Yeah, it's about halfway down. They've got a bunch of like sponsor logos. Gotcha. Yep. Oh, there it is. Yep, there it is. Yeah, very cool. But yeah, like I said, heck looking I, forward to it. I might see out there. We may have some students working the event. There you go. There you go. So that's good. Good. So October second, uh, we'll see if, if I can finish standing up. I, last hair, half marathon note: I have run thirteen miles once before, only once. It was by accident. It was a Saturday or Saturday. My wife was out of town. I was bored. I needed to get the run in, so I was like, oh, "I'll go to Creeport Lake." Did a couple laps around, and I was like at nine miles. I was like, "If I go one more time around, I'll be pretty close to." 12 or 13 so i did one more round i was at 12.8 i was like dang it so close <laughs> so i wanted to get a flat 13 miles so i just kept going and i looked down i was like wait a minute isn't 13 point something like a half so i needed to get to i guess 13.2 whatever it was so i just did another loop not a full loop but just like another down stretch and did it so that one time i did it like two hours 38 minutes wow and I did walk some of that. So the goal for this one for me to not walk and to finish at some point in between 215 and 240. So that's my goal okay. time to finish in between. If I finish under 215, that's great. Definitely don't need to go any faster. I'm not here trying to set records, but the one time I did do it, 238. So if I do anything under 238, I'm golden. Nice. So we'll see. Very nice. We'll have to. Maybe that's something you'll need to update on our Twitter account. There you go. Pro, your progress to the half. There you go. I will definitely can do that. I had been Content. running uh, a 5K a month, and I'm still on pace with that, too. So that won't change. July's was a 10K. I don't have a race for August schedule yet, and I do have one. I do have September and obviously the half marathon October. Actually, I've got three races in October already signed up for. And November is typically a turkey trot, and then December, who knows what I'll sign up for. Uh, but, yeah, should be a, should be a good time. Should be a good time as long as I'm standing up. That's all that matters. Awesome. Awesome. My yard looks like garbage. <laughs> I was going to ask you because I had a sprinkler issue that I had to correct in my yard and it recovered some spots that were not getting properly watered. But you haven't been speaking of your lawn much lately, so I figured there might have been some issues. Oh, it's rough. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's uh, seen better days. That's for sure. It got a nice deep water in today when I got home from work. I don't. I usually don't like to do it in the evening, but and people have to know when we said this at the outset. It's been hot. It's been dry here in Missouri, so it's not. Things haven't been nice overall. <laughs> oh yeah, if I took a lighter to my grass, parts of my grass, I'm starting the Smokey the Bear incident. <laughs> That's how dry it is in some yeah. of these spots. And yeah, if you're not watering regularly, it's tough. Nah, it's tough to keep nah. up. Although well, I saw a National Weather Service for St. Louis said we could get some storms overnight. I saw that too, and I was yeah, actually I like, a couple hours ago. I was. So, I got the alert as well. I was shocked because you know, initially so, it said so that I, we weren't going to get rain this week. I usually go on every single one of those posts too, and uh, there's somebody complaining about something. Right. Some guy on there's. You think it's been hot here? Just go to Texas, <laughs> and then I comment, "Free water, please." <laughs> <laughs> every single time. 
So uh, yeah. we yeah, need priorities. it. We need yeah, it. Priorities. I, I, as much as I say, so Saturdays caught me off guard because it rained. I was out in the middle oh. of a run, and I guess it had rained a little bit before 5 a.m. And I'm like, did the rain pass by? So I went out to Lakeside 370 and started running. I got about three miles in, and it started misting, sprinkling. And by the time I got to about the four-mile mark, I was like, do I go another loop around? And I'm like, ah, I don't think so. Got in the car, and it got heavier as I was driving back home. Yeah. So I was like, wow. Yeah, it was weird. Didn't expect it at all, but no, we needed it no. definitely. So yeah, when we need it, and if it does rain tomorrow, we'll take that too. So because I'm not so sure that uh, it's in the plans. I'm gonna see here. I don't think we're gonna get it for, get like any significant rain over the next ten days. Yeah, it's perfect. It's a great time to go on vacation. <laughs> so come back to a completely dormant lawn. <laughs> Yeah, I'm seeing our next best shot of rain is overnight tonight. There is like a slight chance overnight between Sunday the 17th, Monday the 18th, but that's a very minimal. 98, 90. Oh, the temps aren't as bad. I'll say that. Outside of the 98 I just mentioned that was scheduled for Wednesday the 20th. We come back that night, so that's okay. It's summer in St. Louis, in Missouri and St. Louis. What do you expect, right? Yeah, yeah. Shoot, there are days. I remember going to a concert like seven years ago in August, and it was like 68 degrees out. Oh gosh! So you just never know what you're gonna get. It was perfect. It was gosh, perfect for kill for that. But yeah, oh, absolutely. That's like what it was Sunday morning when I got up to run. I'm like, wait a minute. I, not, it's not humid. Yeah, it feels we, like we, spring. We, we tried a we tried a couple times airing out the house because we've got an attic fan. Yeah. And so we'll pop all the windows open yeah. and then run the attic fan. And oh, gosh, when did we do it last? Was it Saturday? I don't remember. But within five minutes of me shutting off our digital thermostat, it was like high humidity <laughs> warning. I'm like, we're okay. Don't worry about it. We got this. Eco B. You'll be all right. <sighs> Can't win, man. It's no, just, I know. In this, in this. Climate, we just never know. It, it just will go from one extreme to the other. Yeah. Hey, tomorrow starts an online festival that many people look forward to on a yearly basis. And I'm curious if you have something you're wanting to get because Prime Day yes. is tomorrow the is there 12th. I need? No. Am I going <laughs> to buy something? Absolutely. Are you eyeing something? No. Just going to wait for looked. the deals? Oh, yeah. I've looked uh, because I'm, I'm, scrolling. I'm in the market for a new Apple Watch, but I, I don't need it, but I've got an older one, and I read that some of the new updates won't be available for the Apple Watch model that I have, and I, so, I saw that the Series 7 one is at its lowest price ever at this moment, and I'm like, oh. I just, I just bought one at Christmas, I think. Okay. And I think I just got the SE because I don't ever get the one with the GPS and all yeah. that stuff. They make all of them with either Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi or GPS. Or GPS. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so the, the Series Seven without GPS, like the Wi-Fi only, is two hundred eighty bucks right now. Okay, it's normally like a three eighty nine. So I'm like, man, it's almost it's hundred bucks or or so off. I'm like tempting, tempting. As is everything on Prime Day, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guarantee I'll buy some bull 
<laughs> and that's, all it's going to do is tick off my parents because we're going out. We leave Wednesday for vacation, so yeah. they're going to have to come over and get all the packages. <laughs> so they got to take care of Dave the cat anyway. I'm going to try not to buy anything. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I've said that every year. Yeah, I ain't going to buy anything. I don't today. need anything. Yeah, all of a sudden we got a new set of spoons, like all sorts of just stupid stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kids, kids need this. Yeah. <laughs> And no, I didn't buy spoons, but that's just the first thing came to my head, came to my mind. I'm saying I'm not speaking for my better half or anything. So I'm sure our kid needs something, but I don't think I need to buy anything useless. I bought a lot of useless stuff. Like, how about this? This is a random Amazon. This is a great podcast stuff here, but I'm showing off this random. This is great, too, because. Oh, there you go. Do you have any idea what this is? I do not. So this contraption. And I'll put a link to it in the podcast because this is great podcast stuff and you can't see it, obviously. This is a covering for your light switch. Why do I have this? For the kids? Not necessarily for the kids. It's because we have wireless lights. Okay. So we can control our lights from the app. Now, if the light switch is in the off position, then they don't have power to be activated by the app or by voice control. So the light switch has to constantly be in the on position and they turn off by the app or by voice control. So I have none in the home office because all the bulbs that are on the wireless bulbs, they are lamps. They're desk lamps. But say, for example, in the kitchen, in our living room, our some porch lights, they're, they are wireless and they're time. There are timers too. We have some that are in motion, like in the garage. I have a light that's on a motion detector. So it only turns on when it detects someone in the space and it turns off after a certain amount of time. But again, you have to have it on and the switch in the on position for it to work because otherwise there's no power to the bulb to keep it on so that it can't be activated by the app. Um, but I will say, I only got these things because my wife bought the Google Home device yep. years ago. Okay, Google, turn on the lights. And I say that as a Google Home, like in the home office, I hope it doesn't do anything weird. But it's so convenient. It's so convenient. That's pretty cool. Lights, garage, thermostat, you name it. These devices, and I know people talk about Big Brother and it's listening. At some point, you got to get over that. If you want an oh, iPhone, you absolutely. want something, you got to yeah. deal with it. But man, it's super convenient coming in with a whole bunch of groceries and saying, telling it to turn on the lights and you don't have to touch anything. It just does it. It's nice. Just saying. It's nice. Yeah. I'm on Amazon as we speak. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> thank you for that. And they've got a, they look to have some pretty, so very pro small business for Prime Day. They've got a whole bunch of categories by black, women owned, oh, wow. home, tasty okay. treats for you, handmade. Something called the Amazon Launchpad. I have no idea what that is. Under 25 bucks. So I guess <laughs> I'm going to be buying some shit on here again. <laughs> I should be so pissed. Uh, <laughs> uh, the only question is what? <laughs> I know. I know. Like here. This is perfect. Those like those wrist playbooks for football. You mean that you actually put on? Yeah. yeah. For play to, to I, see the plays? What yeah, do you need I that for? Get, I don't know, but I can get a 10 pack for 70 bucks. <laughs> 
(laughs) What is going on here? But you don't need that. I don't. You know, although what would be hilarious if you got one of those and it was all your like application rates for your for your lawn. (laughs) Tell me that wouldn't be the greatest thing ever. Oh my word. That's oh, a, that, be so good. that might be a nine. little extreme. Oh no! Get some get some bad nine New Balance and <laughs> that you're just you, you wouldn't necessarily need to put. Let me get my application rate wristband playbook on my wrist before I go out and put this oh, fertilizer God. down. Come on! Just look at the back of the bag. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> Quick reference guide. That's what it's for. Quick reference guide. <laughs> now we're gonna see somebody on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, would be pissed too because it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's gonna make me mad. I'm just too oh, lazy to dying. make it happen myself. I'm dying. <sighs> oh. you know, I'm, I'm here for you guys to laugh. At me. <laughs> That's why I'm here? That would be pretty good if you had. To. That'd be pretty good. But. I'm really thinking about buying it. <laughs> I legit have it up, like ready to buy. <laughs> Seventy bucks. That's expensive too, actually. Yeah. I was. I would say, if anything, they sell them in single packs, but I can't. There it is. Oh yeah, I can get one for ten bucks. <laughs> oh my word! See, the only thing that I might buy is that I've been eyeing running socks lately. Oh, nice. Yeah, but those things are like you're talking fifteen bucks for one pair of socks. Yeah. So. I will say, I, I remember the first time I ever went to Fleet Feet and I got fitted for my New Balance 1080s. This is a long time ago. I got a pair of those socks. I'm not going to lie. It's the best pair of socks I've ever owned. Seriously? Yeah. They were super comfortable. Yeah. I, the, what I really liked about them is they had that little extra lip on the back of your ankle. So the top part of the shoe doesn't rub against the back of your ankle. Because mm-hmm. you and I probably, we wear those low profile socks. Those aren't necessarily designed to go on a run or yeah. No, the ones I have either awesome. I have a, I have two pair of the ones that are actually Fleet Feet branded, but I found some others. I mean, they're okay, and they have that little lip actually, and I run into those all the time. But I bought one pair of this legit. They were eighteen bucks for one pair. Yeah, whatever they are, they're running socks, but they're super comfortable. But they're just so expensive. So I'm like, oh, I don't like. 20 bucks for one pair of socks when you go to Target, Walmart, and you buy regular socks and you get a pack of six for 10, 15 bucks or whatever. Again, I'm not terribly cheap, but it's just dang it. (laughs) So I'm hoping, I will say, if I do find running socks on Amazon Prime during Prime Day, that would be something I buy because I've been eyeing that for a while. So there's nothing random I need. That's something functional that I need that would assist, aid me in my running. All right. So I'm on Amazon. I've, <laughs> you searched for I, me? No, I'm not, I didn't search for you. Oh. No, I just, I, I was curious of whatever Amazon Launchpad was. I'm still, oh, okay. I still have no idea. But the first thing I came across was a pepper spray gun. That is smart control, smartphone control. Oh, jeez. It has GPS, location, oh text, phone calls. You can add professional monitoring, a strobe light. <laughs> it's got a 10 foot range. And, and how much is this? Battery. 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's so much random junk. That's literally the first thing that came up. I was like, what's that? I was like, nope, no, it's a pepper spray. Thing. Okay. Uh, and I'm running socks right now. 
for <laughs> you got anything here? I wonder if there's something that you can't find on Amazon. That's a great question. There's so much stuff. I, there has to be something that you can't buy. Like, I'm curious to buy the most obscure, just, they don't have it. No, no results found. Yeah. I don't see anything specific quite yet. Yeah. I know they have yeah. some. They're just, I haven't seen anything on a prime day. Like I've seen the, uh, there's another brand called Features, F-E-T, Features. But again, they're 15, 18 bucks a pop for one pair of socks. So I just have to suck it up. I may just have to suck it up and buy straight what I can find. It is what it is. Yeah, I found uh, some. They're anti-blister, wicking, cool yeah. mats, cushion socks, three-pack for 21 bucks. And those are probably some weird brand, though. Some weird Amazon brand or yeah, unknown. Muezna. Yeah, I've seen. I think I've seen those. <laughs> so they they look legit. I've done some research. Let's put it that way. Let's go to Amazon reviews. They have fourteen hundred reviews, and seventy two percent of them are five star. All right. I'll, I'm testing this to you right now. And that's my good deed for the day. Until nine oh two, they might be uh, worth it. So we'll see. I don't know. I've I've already got in my head the brand that I'm looking to buy though too. Sure. All right. Good stuff. You want to get into Mount Rushmore? Let's do it. I'll let you. I have, uh, I have a feeling this could have some similar ones, but we'll we're gonna go to the coin flip again. <laughs> I was gonna say I'll, I'll let you do the honors. Oh no, you get to pick every time. That's how it works. <laughs> And I'm going to be furious if you win again. Go ahead and call it, and I'll flip it. I don't even know what I've been picking, but right now I'm just going to pick tails. Oh, it's heads. I win. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I got one. All right. All right. Our Mount Rushmore for this episode is childhood ath- athlete heroes. Yeah. Athlete heroes from our childhood. Athletes as a kid. All right. Right. And what's the caveat on kid? What's the age limit? I think going through high school. Okay. For me, that would be through 2004. Sorry, Derek. (laughs) (laughs) U99? For me, that's high school was 1997. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But that's okay. We've covered this already. No math. (laughs) (laughs) I've got my selections predetermined and they are significantly pre-1997 yeah i've got to i've got to take one because i i think he might be on your list and i don't think my other ones one actually one will be i'm gonna be mad because i'm not gonna be i know i'm not gonna be able to get him because i have a feeling he'll be your number one pick but i'm taking king griffey jr that's a good one yeah he was not on my list Really? He was not on my wow. list. Okay, okay. But the kid. Oh, my goodness. Have you been down to that store at, at Ballpark Village? I have not. And you know what's funny? I just reminded me. I've heard ads for them on podcasts. Oh, have you? Yeah. So they're yeah, we've got, promoting we've got a themselves. pretty good relationship with those guys. They've been really cool. But they actually have a Ken Griffey Jr. line. Hold on one second. Clabs. Oh, there you go. The, of course, oh. it's the iconic. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. What is that? It's a hat. Isn't that dope? 
It's like a 1990s NES character. I was going to say. Ken Griffey Jr. So the wearables, the, they've got hats, shirts, socks. This is the shirt I want. Tell me that's not great. Okay, that's cool. So there's a shirt with Sil- the backwards hat. Yes, yeah, silhouette, blowing a bubble with his eye black, hat on backwards because that's a Ken Griffey Jr. staple. I love the the 8-bit, though, with his, his yeah. follow-through and his swing. That's Iconic. pretty sweet. You know exactly who that is. Yeah. If you put that in front of any baseball fan, you would know exactly what that yeah. is. Yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. definitely has the significant, the unique, iconic swing, so... Nice. It was the smile. It was the youth. It was the fact that at times he was the best player in baseball. But you just didn't have that. And it doesn't matter what you say. It's the prettiest swing in baseball history, and no one will have a better one. Yeah. I, I will. I'll take that hot take to the grave. <laughs> I'm trying to think off the top of my head. The only person I can think of that had a batting stance as unique, not the same, but just as unique I can, that I can remember was Cecil Fielder of the Detroit Tigers. He had a pretty unique batting stance and a follow through. Yeah. Hit a lot of home runs for, I don't know, boy. two, three Woo. years or something. Very, like father, like son. very <laughs> narrow career and narrow year of home run dominance. But yeah, he's, he's the only person I can player. think of. But yeah, yeah. He's a ball player. Yep. Yeah. American Leaguer oh, yeah. <laughs> through and through with that, oh, yeah. that frame. So King yeah. Griffey Jr. So I, like I had to take, but, and the only reason why I didn't take the other guy was because baseball was dominant for me as a kid. Okay. That was that's that was my favorite sport growing up. So I don't think any one sport was dominant for me, and that will probably be evident in mine as long as you don't take one of my worst sport people. But my number one is actually in the basketball world. It's Michael Jordan. God, I knew it. I knew it because he came into the league in 1984. And they, the Chicago Bulls run of dominance started in the 91 finals was their first championship. That's like my wheelhouse of knowing what I'm watching, knowing who I'm watching. Obviously they had runs, playoff runs before that, but they didn't win a championship until 90, the 90, 91 season. But man, just the goat. Yeah. I am one of the ones that will always say Jordan is better than LeBron. I'm with you. And again, that's probably because that's who I grew up with and the game's different. But uh, yeah, yeah, my number one is easy. It's Michael Jordan. So yeah, I I knew I wasn't getting that in the second round. There's no way. We would have had to shut down the entire podcast had that gone to the second round. But but yeah. Ah. Ah. All right. Number two. So number two, this is still a sore subject, but we're going to go to football and I want to take Kurt Warner, the grocery bagger out of Iowa. (laughs) Trent Green gets sacked in the preseason, blows out his knee. Trent Green being a local guy. Yeah. Oh, he's the savior. I believe he went to Vianney High School. I think you're right. I think you're right. And then comes Kurt Warner, who absolutely no one had ever heard of. Never heard of him. And uh, comes in his rookie year. Did he win MVP his rookie year? I think so. Yeah. Yep, we're looking this up. That was the year they went to the Super Bowl and won. Yep. I don't know if you call that rookie year, because I don't know if... (laughs) 
<laughs> the qualification of rookie, his, but just first yeah, year, yeah. first full year. Yeah, I don't so, know. Yeah, because he won in 99 and 2001. Okay. We actually won it three years in a row because Falk got it in 2000. That's when he broke the all-time season cumulative yards or whatever they call all-purpose yards. But, uh, man, uh, to, still to this day, he had he throws the most beautiful deep ball that I've ever seen. It, it just was perfect. Yeah. And when they came out and started blowing people out. They were so fun to watch. Oh, my gosh. That defense, Orlando Pace and Grant Wistrom and Mike Jones and Todd Light, Keith Lyle, and then that offense, Holt. Bruce, there's no reason that team shouldn't have six or seven Hall of Famers. He had Dick Vermeule as coach. It was just like a perfect storm. So, yeah, Kurt Warner's my second one. All right. Funny about realizing that I actually have some football players on my total list, including my alternates. None of them are Rams. Wow. (laughs) But for my number two, it is not a football player. It's a baseball player. Okay, hold on. Local? It is a local baseball player. Local as in played for our local franchise. Played for our local franchise. For our local nine. Yes. My favorite Joe Strauss quote of all time. <laughs> yes. Nine. The, the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame shortstop, number one, oh. the wizard, Ozzy Osborne Smith. Yeah, that's fair. That's the greatest defensive player of his position yeah just when i was a kid growing up going to baseball games for some reason seeing a lot of games against the montreal expos i just remember oh going to carnival game who are they playing the expos can we go see them play like the mets or something yeah for some reason i just remember seeing the expos a lot but i can remember in the days when ozzy was doing the backflip on the field not just opening day but like just random games here and there, sometimes every game early in his career. But just you just never knew what play was coming at him and what he would do to make it happen. It was just like art. Not the best hitter. The jump throw. Yeah, like double he, plays. He, just, he literally was doing things physically that no one else yeah. in the league could do. Like maybe Barry Larkin. Maybe. Maybe Barry Larkin. Yeah. But no distant one second. could do the things yeah. that he could do. In that era, Barry Larkin definitely distant second. But yes, greatest defensive no of all time, just athleticism alone. Not the greatest with the bat, but he's got an iconic postseason home run, of course. But yeah, Ozzy was just a joy to watch. One down the line, it may go. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah, it. Jack Buck. So Ozzy Smith, number one. Yeah, that's great. Is my uh, number great two. Pick. I don't, I don't blame you on that one. So I'm going to go to hockey. Okay. And this is my all-time favorite hockey player. It's Patrick Waugh. Patrick Roy. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So Patrick Waugh played for, I didn't really know him as a Canadian, but when he went to the Colorado Avalanche, <laughs> my first ever pro sports jersey as a kid was a Colorado Avalanche Patrick Waugh jersey. Nice. And my all-time, and I still have that jersey to this day, my all-time favorite hockey player. Because I was a goalie, always wanted to be a goalie. And uh, him and Martin Brodeur and Dominic Hasek were the, were the big guys growing yeah. up. And that, that was my guy. And he had a very unique level of arrogance that I loved. <laughs> like, he would Statue Liberty guys. So, like, they would shoot it, and he would grab it, and then 
kind of just hold it up right in their face. It, I was, it was great. It was like, you know, just crap talking at its finest. Yeah. A ton of Vesna trophies. I think he's second all time and wins one of the best to ever play his position and was my favorite. Just absolutely my yeah. favorite. You're making uh, me want to play NHL 2001. <laughs> y'all, no. We'll play NHL 94. Oh, yeah, that's a classic, That's too. the one where you could hit them, and yeah. you hit them right. They, their head cracks open, and they bleed <laughs> on the ice. It was great. It was perfect when I was, like, seven, eight years old. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. Uh, NHL 98 was great, too. I played the hell out of that game. Yeah. 94 was a classic. I remember that. That was like my seventh, eighth grade year, something like that. On Sega Genesis, though. It was best on Sega Genesis. Yeah, on Sega. Yep. Yeah. Yep. In college, NHL 2001. And I just remember because Colorado's team on that game in the 2001 game. Yeah, it was, was Forsberg and Sack. Oh, my oh, gosh. They were unreal. <laughs> they were unreal. Ray, Ray Bork got traded that year, I think. Yeah. I think that's when Ray Bork finally won his cup. So that NHL 2001 game was one of the, it was PlayStation 2. So you're talking the first quote unquote advanced hockey game with all the bells and whistles at the time. But I just remember the Colorado Avalanche team and they were loaded. So yeah. Good times. The, Blue, the Blues teams at that time were pretty loaded too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not as loaded, but still pretty yeah. loaded. So. Yeah. That was that Western Division, that era there. Just yeah, them, the Stars, the Red Wings. Yep, it was like battle royale when it got to the playoffs. <laughs> Brutal. All right, for my who's your third number three? As I'm looking at my list, my number three is easy. My number four could be questionable, but number three since I'm here is a baseball and football player. Oh, is this one Bo Jackson? Bo knows. Yeah, buddy. Bo Jackson. That's a great pick. Now, just again, we're talking about when we were kids growing up. And see, I miss most of his career. Yeah. Because he was done like early 90s. Yes, yes. You just didn't see what Bo Jackson did until Deion Sanders came along and did it in the same day, played football game, baseball game in the same day because, you know, Deion's Deion. But you still remember the Bo Jackson climbing the wall, running the wall, making the catch as a Kansas City Royal. The just... throw he made to get Harold Reynolds at home. <laughs> he picked the ball up, didn't even step, yeah. threw it from the outfield wall on a line to home to end the game. Yeah. It, it, that's the most incredible throw ever. And then, as a football player, so this is what really did it. There's a video game out there called Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, cheat code. <laughs> you weren't allowed to play with Oakland. <laughs> we, we had a rule in the house. Just phenomenal. Play with Oakland. Just phenomenal. I don't know how they came up with game ratings for certain players or whatever, but he yeah, was a legitimate. All you do is zigzag up and down the screen and no one can catch it. It's such BF. That's how you got in fights in 1992. But, like, Bo Jackson wasn't that successful as a football player. He just had this athleticism, and I think they just overdid it in the video game, but yeah. just a stunt. Like you said, you, don't, you didn't see players play football yeah. and baseball same season, same year, and everything like that. 
that. So yeah, um, they don't make athletes know, like that anymore. And, and that that him specifically, I'm I'm thankful for the thirty for thirties. Yeah, because they had the one on him, and it was just I knew a lot about Mo Jackson, the way they portrayed him and talked about him, and how uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wronged him and screwed up his college eligibility and all that kind of stuff. And it, it was just, to me, it was just fascinating. Yeah. And then to find out how his career really ended and it's because he was too strong, which is unbelievable. <laughs> Blew his femur through his hip socket. I mean, it's the most disgusting thing ever, but it's actually funny. You bring up Bo Jackson. That's the second time I've had the Bo Jackson conversation today. Wait, what? So a buddy of mine, Mike, sent sent me a message. Jackie Bradley Jr. went in to pitch last night. He's a position player. He's an outfielder and hit 92 on the gun. Oh, boy. Pitching. Yeah. And so we just got to talk and I was like, he's yeah, not, I'm sure not sure many guys do that from the mound. They might get it from the outfield. I was like, yeah, maybe like Ichiro or Vlad Guerrero. And then a half hour later, I was like, oh, Bo Jackson would have hit 100 <laughs> on that gun. He's definitely one of those guys. So. Two Bo Jackson conversations in one day. I would, feel blessed. Would, <laughs> would have never guessed. Would have never guessed. Bo knows. Yeah. Bo uh, knows number three for me. All right. This is slightly controversial because he's not like a good dude, but I think he was so relevant through the 90s and he was everywhere. I'm taking Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah. He's not. Yeah. I know he had he's his not, issue. He's not a good person. <laughs> Yeah, I hope he never hears this because it killed me. But, but I love all things Mike Tyson. Like, I think it, Mike Tyson knows he made some mistakes and yeah. is oh, aware yeah. of his mistakes. Yeah, but he, yeah, I think he has a podcast now where he just he has a one man like a not I wouldn't call it stand up show, but he does like a one man show, a stage show. Okay. Like a podcast I listened to out of Washington, D.C. was talking about he would literally was touring and was like telling his story on stage in his own way. Could you imagine just Mike Tyson can be self-deprecating, I think, now in his oh, yeah. later life. Although he did beat the shit out of that kid <laughs> on that flight. They kept oh. making fun of his list and stuff. <laughs> totally forgot about that. Had, had it coming. Sorry, had it coming. No, but he has a he has a podcast called Hot Boxing. Okay. Where he just gets high the entire show and talks about just random stuff. Huh. So that sounds so like very the, Mike Tyson esque. Like, like his last three guests were Bill Maher, Dave Portnoy, and Rosie Perez. Oh goodness. Steve O, the game. Yeah. So does like interviews and stuff. I've never listened to it, but I think I've come across a couple times yeah. on TikTok or whatever. Interesting. But yeah, Iron Mike, like pound for pound, probably the best boxer of all time. Yeah. You talk about a career that went down the tubes a little too soon. Yep. Granted, he had a loss that he couldn't get back, but it turned quickly. But didn't he go something like he like 34, 36 before he lost to Buster Douglas? He, oh, I don't know. He, he wants some. That's another great 30 for 30, by the way. If you've never seen 42 to 1. Yeah. Oh, what a great documentary that is. Yeah. This is how old I am. I'm just, <laughs> all I talk about are documentaries and podcasts. <laughs> hey, man, you all, we all got to have something. We all got to have something. Speaking, and speaking of my number one pick, the best one of all time is The Last Dance. I mean, that's. For a documentary? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's I mean, my favorite all time. No one knew that all of that stuff was even being shot about Michael Jordan. 
Oh, sure. I mean, that alone makes it stand out because it's such a behind-the-scenes look that no one knew how much of that stuff existed. Nowadays, you just assume people are capturing everything. But in that era, Mike Tyson, you name it. Any of these athletes from the 90s, it's, you just never knew that they, they were had that mindset to say, we should probably be rolling tape on this as they're walking down the hallway or in the locker room. Now that the cameras are everywhere, you, there's phones everywhere, but they were documenting Mike, Michael Jordan on the bus going to the Olympics in 92. Yeah. Mike Tyson's life being di- just any of that stuff, yeah. any of that stuff. Ty- Tyson was 37 and 0 before he lost the bus. Okay. I was close. I was close. Yeah, you were very close. Yeah, I'm a documentary guy now. I, I just like learning. Yeah. It's, it's history, too. I love it for the history because yeah. it takes you back in that what society was like, what that time, that era was like. I it's fascinating. A, yeah. Speaking of that, I, I hate reading, so I like <laughs> audiobooks. People are learning a lot about me here. Just <laughs> not my favorite activity, but I like to learn. Talk to me about it. So I had a whole bunch of Audible credits saved up, and I bought four, four or five different books today for our trip because it will be on the plane or whatever. And they were all like just random sporting events. One of them is some untold stuff from like the 1980 men's Olympic hockey team. There's one about like the U.S. rowing team in the 30s or 40s, all really highly rated stuff. But but yeah, always trying to learn a little bit. Nice, nice. All right, for my number four, I think I'm going to go back to the local nine for mine. Yeah. Give me an era and let me guess. It's Ozzy's era. Okay. I don't know if you want to just guess from that or is, you need is, another is hint. It, is it Willie McGee? Is Willie McGee. Is it really? And I pause, yes, I paused because oh. I was debating. I, my, my four was a 4A and a 4B. And I was. Who's your 4B? Vince Coleman. Vince Coleman, yeah. And I only debated because. I remember in my head Vince Coleman capturing more of my attention because he stole bases oh. all the time. That whole team did. And I remember oh. the Bush Stadium, the old scoreboards on the sides of the stadium. They would always flash the invincible along it oh. and then put the ball strikes and outs up there. But whenever he stole a base, you see the little animation of the puff of smoke yeah. and the Fred Bird running along the baselines and it's a invincible. Yeah. Yeah. So fun, fun Vince Coleman thing before we get back to Willie McGee is so the local radio show that we listen to um, people call in or text in and they have a username and my username was uh, Vince Coleman's tarp company (laughs) if you guys aren't aware Vince Coleman's season was lost because he got run over by the tarp (laughs) and tore his ACL which cost us the 85 World Series 85 or 87 87 I think that's 87 because 85 was the Royals yeah, it was wrong. And that, that was an umpire. 87 was the twins. Yeah, yeah, it was Deaconger. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, my, my caller name was Vince Coleman's Tarpy Company. <laughs> it's horrible. I know. But Willie McGee, my brother's all time favorite Cardinal. Just a fan Love. favorite for so yeah. many reasons. The best. He's the greatest. Yeah. He's so nice. Yeah. Willie McGee did a cameo for my brother for his birthday. How about that? Uh, How about had, that? Had that done. How old am I? It was last year. Okay. My brother's 10 years older than I am, so I knew it was for his 45th. Yeah. So, yeah. Honestly, I don't have anything about Willie's playing career that stands out. He won an MVP. I know, but I'm just saying just being like a steady, reliable player, 
and a fan favorite just because he was likable, just because he was yeah. polite. Like you see him out in public. Very you, genuine. Yeah. And just that alone. And it, it's someone you wanted to root for. He wasn't yeah. like athletes of the late 90s or 2000s. It, it was just a different kind of guy. Just a different kind of guy. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a great still team. in the Cardinals organization now. I believe he's an yeah. assistant coach. I can't remember what which yep. coach he is, but I know he's an assistant on the team. Yeah. He might be assistant hitting or bench or yeah. something. Um, but a Cardinal Hall of Famer, I know that. And yeah. just like I said, one of the all-time good Cardinals, fan favorites, all that jazz. So number 51, that's, Willie that's McGee. That's a great pick. That's so, a great pick. So there you go. I'm slightly pissed I didn't pick that, actually. My alternate, as I mentioned. Uh, if my brother listens to this, he's going to be furious. I mentioned Vince Coleman. But other athletes, these other three that stand out, or two, sorry, that I wrote down. I had Vince Coleman as 4B. But the Jerry Rice stands out in my head. And from the Kansas City Chiefs, Christian Okoye. Interesting. I don't know why, but I just loved watching the Chiefs back. Again, this might go back to Tech Mobile, but when he actually was playing, I can remember watching those Chiefs fans. They didn't have quarterbacks <laughs> worth anything back then in those in that era. But uh, Christian Okoye, Barry Word were the running backs up until they got Joe Montana. Good old Joe Montana. And Trent Green, who then left the Rams to go to the Chiefs. Dick Vermeil oh, became the Chiefs coach. I would say, don't sleep on Elvis Gerbach. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sleeping on Elvis Gerbach, trust me. So there you go. That's all right, mine. I, all right. I got a couple alternates. So David Beckham. Oh, okay. Global superstar. Obviously, he rose to fame on my favorite team, which is Manchester United, and was incredible. It's now part owner of Inter Miami, one of the newer MLS teams. When do uh, they start playing? Or have they started playing? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're already playing. Okay. Which is where Leo Messi is going to go next year. Oh, and really? Messi will be part owner in the club as well, which is pretty cool. Guy from the 90s. See if you can guess this. Give me a team or give me a nope, sport. Nope, it's an individual athlete, so I can't help you there. It's either a golf or a tennis. It is not. Is it a race car driver? Oh, Lord, no. A bowler? Uh, revolutionary video game came out with his name on it. So it's an individual with a revolutionary it's video very game. very popular at now at the X Games. Tony Hawk? Yes. How about that? I played the crap out of that game. Holy <laughs> cow. But it, br- it brought a anti-establishment type sport mainstream. Yeah. And one of the, I'm sure one of the very best selling video games. Heck I the, didn't know a freaking, I couldn't, I still couldn't tell you anything about skateboarding. Heck, the X Games may not be the X Games without someone like Tony Hawk. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So he was on my list. Are the X Games wow. even still a thing, by the way? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they've got it twice a year, once for summer, once for Oh, okay. I don't watch it, but I know it's <laughs> another one on my list because this just very much reminds me of high school. Is Hold on. Let me get his actual name here. He has a pseudonym. <laughs> oh, that's not going to help. I'm thinking of somebody else for the name. Oh. The other name was, do you know the name Rafer Alston? I do, but I can't pinpoint that was why I my do. Lou for and one mixtape, but my guy's actually hot sauce. Oh, okay. 
So I was going to pick hot sauce. He was one of my alternates because, man, I just every time one of those episodes came out on ESPN <laughs> for the and one mixtape, I loved every bit of that. Remember so Escalade, <laughs> Escalade's like 350 and throwing it down. A roommate of mine in college was all about and one. Oh. He was all about them. And I had no like it, street basketball was like not on my radar. But he would just literally would watch these things. Oh, and just, I got a new tape. New tape's coming in the mail. Like, what? And this was back when Amazon, like, first, it was just for books. Yep. And they started selling other things. And he was buying and one mixtapes from Amazon. So. That's good stuff. I believe there was a. There was the professor. Yeah, the professor. Helicopter. Wasn't Jason Williams. The Sacramento Kings point guard. I feel like he may have he been oh, an and no. one. I'm not sure. Main event. Was Main event. <laughs> <laughs> it's all yeah. coming back. They, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, 30, they just did a 30 for 30 about the and one stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's all, that's oh, all coming back in my out. head. Oh, it was so cool. I guess my last one, my all-time favorite blue, which is Pavel Dimitro. He's since passed. He passed in a hell plane crash, actually, 10 years ago. My first ever blues jersey, I still have it. For big blues games, that's the jersey I wear. I always wear my circa 2000, 2001 CCM nice. Pavel Dimitro jersey. Is he 38? He was 38. Nice job. I know yeah, some jersey numbers. Yeah. And he was just so good. They called him the Slovak sniper. Nice. Probably offensive in 2022. <laughs> I'm not sure you can call people that anymore. But uh, but he was just so good. And yeah, it was my favorite blue. Al McKinnis was a close second. But yeah. Yeah. So there we are. Nice. That, was a, that's a, that was a fun Rushmore. I'm it glad was. I thought of that like last minute. I know. We'll save the food one for, because we just did a food one. Yeah. We did barbecue last time. So. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Folks, you know their team. Let us know. We've, I think we've got maybe seven listeners now. We added a Twitter follower out of nowhere, so got to love that. But not enough hashtags. Shoot us <laughs> your childhood athletes. We would love to reminisce and go back down memory lane because they're could be several people we didn't think about that stand out for one reason or another. I'd love to look up some YouTube videos of some people and go back down because I feel like that's what I do a whole lot more of now is just look up old stuff on YouTube and watch random stuff. Like I was on YouTube like over the weekend and I someone tweeted out a video of the intro of the 1991 NBA Finals Game 5. Bulls oh, and Lakers. With the famous with the uh with the song yes yeah. but the point was i guess someone digitally remastered it and there was no hd in 1991 and they did that and marv albert's hair is glorious <laughs> please send me that link i swear to god i'll watch it tonight. <laughs> it's pretty good oh, stuff yeah. so that kind oh, of know, stuff I, from the 90s yeah, you, youtube is a problem for me like, yeah. i'll wind up like all of a sudden i'm watching like asmr grass cutting <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I'm watching like NHL goalie fights. What is up with this algorithm? They got me dialed in, but what is yeah. going on here? Yeah. So it's yeah. good stuff. It's good stuff. So let us know, people, if you've got a childhood athlete that stands out for you. We'd love to hear it in the Twitter, the email, all that fun stuff. So, any last words from you, sir? Oh. Everybody have a great couple weeks, and we'll we'll get to record another one soon. Yeah, we're on a roll now. That's episode six, and who knows? Maybe episode seven will come at you before August 11th. 
Oh, it will. <laughs> but we'll definitely get through before then. Take it easy, everybody. Peace. This has been the D2 Dadcast. You can email the guys at d2dadcast at gmail.com and follow the podcast on Twitter at D2 Dadcast. Thanks for listening.